Welcome to the Tech UK podcast. We cover the latest in technology news. It's time to welcome your host, Giovanni, who is joined by his co-host, Stefano. Welcome to the Tech UK podcast. And as you know, Tech UK podcast is the only independent United Kingdom based podcast covering technology news. This week, to be honest, there's not been that much UK news, but there's been an amazing development in worldwide news. I'm joined as always by Stefano, who is here. Hello. And let's should we just get straight into the UK news. Let's. Okay, so this week we've had major developments, including from, for example, Amazon. We've got some updates on Project Canvas, and even the BBC is getting in on getting some news here. So, first story of the day is about BBC News. And they've basically been stuck since, um, with the, pretty much the same old website since about 1997. They kind of updated in 2003, but now um, the BBC has a completely new redesigned website which is going to be launched very, very soon. I think it says they're going to launch it on the 11th or something like that. Um, now, they, they've made quite a few changes, but the main thing is that they've, they've made it more social, um, so to say. They, they've got, they claim they have a fresh updated design uh, with more, more space for the main stories of the day, because one of the problems with the BBC website now is that you kind of have to um, drill in to find what you want to find. Um, they've made videos slightly more prominent. They're not using the sidebar anymore. They're actually putting it across the top, sort of as tabs, which um, I like more because they can actually put more um, more different uh, sections and you don't have to click on see more sections or something like that. Also, it's the video and images are more, they're more relevant, so to say, they're really there for each individual story nowadays. Um, and they say they're going to keep the same amount of content, um, but they want to, um, to make it more obvious, um, to, to read things. They want to make it easier to get through stories, and they basically want to have it better labelled, have story pages, a bigger, bigger video player with better streaming quality, um, a latest badge, which, um, uh, there's this thing going to be called latest, which allows you from one page to see what the latest stories and, um, most recently published stories will be flagged on the front page with a little new badge, which will then be, um, disappearing as stories become older. Um, but the main thing is the social networking features, which means that they've really made it very, very simple uh, to to share stuff, share stories. Especially Facebook and Twitter, they've, um, they've added new little buttons where you can share stories. So it really seems that BBC is doing its best to, uh, to get these stories out and to, to get visitors to its website. What, what do you think of this redesign? Um, yeah, you can actually see a slideshow as well on the BBC website. Do you think it's a bit cleaner? What do you think? Do you think it will be easier to find stuff? Yeah, I do think that it will be easier to f- to find stuff, and I think that um, it is also very very in- interesting, like what they are doing. Okay. Um, 
do you do you think it's an improvement? Because, for example, yes. I've just seen a slide here where they've added BBC iPlayer to the bottom corner, which I find quite interesting because um, it's the relevant programs. Do you, do you think they should be going to sharing stuff? Because yes, we're the only people who's paying for this. It's the UK taxpayer. Do you think we should yeah. be paying for people worldwide to view stories? Yes. Would you care to elaborate why? Uh, because uh, because um, we. Because we can go to other people's, like, um... We can't go to New York Times, for example. Can't we? No, we can't. Why can't we? Because, um, Walt Mossberg has put a paywall up, which means that if you do want to read it, you're going to have to pay. Uh, but there are other big ones, like the Huffington Post, I think, yeah, which so, you can um, go to. Do you, so do you think information should be free to everyone wherever you are in the world? Yes. And also... Um, but do you think maybe they should have a subscription like, option? So maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. for one yeah. pound a week that you'll be able to have access if you're not from the UK. If you do think that it should be subscription, is it going to be free or is it going to be subscription? Is it going to be free only for UK people? Is it going to be subscription for outside? What do you think they should do? Or do you think they should just keep it because they are the BBC and they have a duty to be independent? I think that there should be a subscription option. Right, and what would the subscription and option give you extra? And people outside the UK would um, pay. Pay. Um, okay. That's that's interesting to see how. But, uh, see, I actually think the information should be free. I don't think we should have these certain things, like, even with DVDs nowadays, where I can play a DVD from this country, but not that country. I think news should be free, but... I, I don't... I think that's fine if we are not paying for it. If it's ITV giving their news for free, I have no problem with that because they're supported by advertisers. But when it's the UK taxpayer paying from people to um, read news in other areas of the world, I don't really think that's fair on the UK licence fee payer. But people outside the, the UK. UK aren't paying soon. What's the point? In other news, last week we were talking about Amazon, who um, announced that, well, they didn't announce, in a survey they were told that basically Amazon UK was the biggest um, retailer, as I think they called it last week, um, in the UK. Now, Amazon has decided to continue on with this trend by launching a UK grocery shopping site, so they'll be taking on um, the might of Tesco, Ocado, and Sainsbury's. Um, in this fast-growing market. The biggest one, of course, is Tesco, which actually came as one of the top um, e-tailers last week, which shows how much Tesco is really growing um, online. And online supermarket Ocado recently announced that it hopes to be valued at over £1 billion, um, pounds, which obviously shows how valuable it is if they're able to be valued at £1 billion, it shows that this is a very big growing market. And it is very rare that I don't see a day where I see at least two or three um, Tesco vans or um, other vans going around dropping off people's um, uh, shopping. So, Stefano is here with us, as I mentioned earlier on, and he has been looking at the Amazon.co.uk grocery sites, and... It's very simple to get to from the front page. They still do have free UK delivery, no minimum purchase. But what do you think of the way it works? It it seems to remind me of Costco. They all seem to be very big packs. For example, let's take a look here. These Oreo cookies, they are £7.92 for uh, 12 four-packs. Now, 
Does seven pounds sound expensive to you for how many cookies? It's twelve times yeah. four, forty-eight cookies. I think eight pounds almost. I think that it is a bit expensive to um, to be honest. Yeah. Why? Why would you? Okay. So let's just do the calculations very quickly. Um, turns out actually that Amazon is substantially cheaper in this case <gasps> because a pack of biscuits would cost you 93p, or four Oreo biscuits cost you 93p at Tesco and Sainsbury's, that would cost you 83p at, um, Asda. at Asda, so okay, we just advertised Asda there as being cheaper. Now, even at the cheapest, that is £9.96 from Asda, whereas on Amazon it's £7.92. Now, that's a big saving of £2 um, minimum, £3 if you buy it from bigger stores, £4 even sometimes. Do you, but do you see people buying no. No. this? No, and um, I and I am just gonna going to 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 say for one reason. Go on. Because um, Amazon only sells really expensive like products. Like, what do you mean? Like they only sell in bulk? Is this what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. So, I'm just going to do another example here. I just really want to see how much cheaper it is. So, Walker's Crisp Salt and Vinegar, 48 packs, £17.50 on Amazon. Now, a six-pack uh, um, is £1.39, but you can get three for £3. So, let's say there is, you can get 18, essentially, for £1.39. 18... Packs for £1.39. Oh, sorry. 18 packs for £3. Now, if you do the calculations, there are actually about 2.6. Let's say 3, even. Basically, how many packs is this again? 48 packs would cost you about £9 on... Um, Amazon. On in Tesco and other places like that. But they would cost you almost double at um, Amazon. Now, that wasn't actually an Amazon official product. That's from one of the other retailers. It seems that the ones that are actually sold directly from Amazon are um, the better value... Expensive. No, better value um, really? products. You can get, for example, Cadbury PS well, which I have no idea what this is, 55 grams for 99p. That actually seems quite expensive to me. But if you buy stuff in bulk, it does seem that... Um, it, it comes out cheaper. It does come out cheaper. So it's, it reminds me of... Which has this sort of let's do everything in bulk mentality. Anyway, it does seem that some products, especially coffee, are very cheap online. Because if you look at the top products bought from groceries... All ten of them are actually coffee. Quite interesting that um, coffee seems to be cheap online. Now, I don't know if this is going to... Um, if Amazon's going to have to leave this market. But there is someone who's going to do that, which is Channel 5. And they've decided that they're going to leave Project Canvas. So, we have this IPTV service, which we were, we've been talking about now for a couple of years, actually, in um, the tech world. And Project Canvas is essentially the IPTV venture which will be able to get you all um, channels, all ch not channels, but all content from these channels, yeah. 
So their partners are BBC, Channel 4, ITV, BT, Talk Talk, Archiva. Um, and it used to be Channel 5, but now they're looking for someone else. Do you think that Channel 5 is missing a trick here by essentially losing a big market? Yes, I, I do. Because because M5 is normally quite quite modern. Yeah, I, I they they I know what you mean by modern. They're the ones who usually sign up to all these sort of interactive things. They sign up to the YouTube um, show thing. They 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 seem to be the ones that have been pioneering this, but now they've seem to have left. So hopefully this isn't the start of the death of Project Canvas because this could end up being a very very cool. Product or really, really bad. Depends. Yeah, we'll see. Now, that's it for the UK news going into the worldwide news. And here we are in the worldwide news. Now, we've all known that there has been a certain Kindle out for a while, which had a price drop. Was it last week that we talked yeah. about the Kindle yeah, price I drop? Yeah, it was. Um, yes, it was. Um, and last week or a couple of weeks ago, last week we talked about Kindle DX, but it's something like. Hundred and seventy nine dollars now, I think. Yeah, I think it's like hundred and eighty nine, yeah, possibly. Yeah, one hundred. That's sort of thing. Yeah, so it turns out to be about two hundred pounds delivered after, or actually one hundred six seven pounds. I think it was delivered here in the UK. Now, that seems like a, a good investment. You'll have books, and you can buy books for just about six pounds online, um, ten dollars. So, oh, you'll keep on making your money back. But actually, what you may not know is that by reading on a um, on a Kindle, or on any of these iPads or reading devices, you may actually be slowing down your reading by up to 10%. For me, this is actually the opposite, because I wouldn't have been reading them. For example, I read the um, Winnie the Pooh book, which comes free with the iBooks app, and I wouldn't have read that otherwise. Um, to be fair, I haven't started reading my next book, which was, I think, Sherlock Holmes. But... I think it's going to get people to read who wouldn't have read before, but I do understand that it's probably slower because it stuff like the page turns takes time, um, and it's obviously going to be slightly slower. I think that I, th- I think that reading on iBooks is really really like bad for for I mean I prefer reading a book. And why is that? I don't know. I just think it's because I'm used to reading a book that is just so normal. Yeah. Now, someone who's not normal is Lady Gaga. And, oh, come on, everyone knows this. And Facebook seems to like Lady Gaga because, according to fame counts, Gaga has beaten the likes of Barack Obama um, to be the first person alive to reach 10 million fans. Oh, alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Lady Gaga is getting about 140,000 new fans a day. Um, but it does show how powerful sites like Facebook are. In second place is Vin Diesel, who, um... Yeah, yeah, that, um... Who was in Triple X and... Of, of, um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast I'm not sure if he was in that, but he probably was. I, I, I think he was, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um... But, um, I know he was definitely in Triple X, so I went to watch that. 
quite a few years ago. I watched Triple X, by the way. It's not what you're thinking of. Mm. It's not a porn film. It's um, a... I wasn't actually thinking that it was that Mm. type of BB. Speaking of porn... No, we weren't speaking of porn. You can't get any on iTunes, can you? No. How would you know this? Well, Apple's decided that iTunes is becoming a bit, let's say, fraudulent. Because there was a developer... Um, called Thuat Nyigen, let's call him that. Where? Where is that? Thuat Nyigen, he managed to be very subtle this week, as he hacked into 400 user accounts um, over the over the past weekend, and he decided to hack into these accounts and buy his own books. Now, instead of, say, getting one of the e-books and making them top of the e-book store, no... He's very subtle and decided that if you make 42 out of the top 50 book apps in the US iTunes store yours, that no one would notice. No, it just happened to be very popular this weekend. just happened that all of my books um, become between number 1 and 50. Very suspicious. Apple essentially caught him and um, has essentially banned him from putting a any new um books. Yeah, and, and from uh, even entering the app store anymore or and any any force any form of the iTunes store. Any an Apple spokeswoman wanted to stress that there has been no hack into iTunes and an Apple statement says if your credit card or iTunes password is stolen and used on iTunes we recommend that you contact a financial institution and inquire about cancelling the cards and issuing a chargeback for any unauthorised transactions. So Apple won't refund, you're going to have to go to your bank, which is stupid in itself. By the way, you never said what what triple X was. Triple X is essentially this very big film where Vin Diesel is all hard and not in that way. And just goes through, um... Like, smashes through buildings on his motorbike. That's all I remember, essentially. He's, him literally smashing through buildings on his motorbike. Because he's so awesome! Thanks for that. Um, Do you know who else is awesome? YouTube. Because they've decided that, mm, I know, let's boost and make our, our mobile sites much better. So they've actually used um, HTML5 to get faster, higher resolution videos over 3G connections. Now, apparently, on the iPhone, YouTube didn't really get much say in the um, the YouTube app. Apple kind of made it themselves and said, mm, tough YouTube, you're going to have to deal with all this extra traffic. Now, YouTube decided that they were going to have um, a new YouTube mobile website, and they've actually got a video explaining it. Funnily enough, videos hosted on YouTube. So it says, introducing the full YouTube experience on your phone. Click on Safari to go onto the website. Just type in m.youtube.com. And you can now actually see videos of high quality and just watch them straight there. Um, you still got stuff like favorites there, but it's all very nicely designed. Working on the iPhone, the Nexus One, you can see comments, respond to comments, etc. Funny enough, the video still doesn't play in browser, and um, you have to um, 
see in full screen and on QuickTime, but looks very good. You can wait up and down, you can subscribe. I'm sure these are meant to represent a few presenters in the background. Search on what's up in practically HD, what's in HQ. Who is that? This is Top Bowler. I don't know. It looks like Wayne Green. It probably was. No, it doesn't. Ah, no. Um, if you add it to your home screen, then you won't have the annoying bars at the top. Visit m.youtube.com is what they say. YouTube always comes out with these nice, concise videos, but it's also nicer when they actually talk through them, so... We come out the same. So it's going to be more touch-friendly, etc. Um, and YouTube also decided that they were going to keep on updating things this week. And they've launched a new lean-back interface for TV. And this interface, um, called YouTube Lean-Back, which you'll find out very conveniently, youtube.com slash lean-back, will essentially have no choice over what plays. It will play your favourites. It will play um, stuff which... You have basically no choice. You literally can press left or right on a keyboard if you have a keyboard connected to your TV, and that's it. If you try using a mouse, it'll basically say, no, no, that's too much work. You're doing too much work. Get off. So you never realize how how intensive, how much exercise you are doing by using um, YouTube. YouTube right now, did you? No. I um, know. So they basically made it a lot less tiring so to say, and videos will just play automatically one after another. They'll play favorites. They'll play um, videos you subscribe to, likes, like liked videos. I think. Um, yeah, and basically everything which. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't even. And uh, do you know those videos? What are they call the ones where they they basically select videos for you. Um, not for you, but for everyone. They have sub- a name. Subscription. No, they have um, a name. Next thing you... The, like, recommendations or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they have recommendations. Feature, that's the one I was looking for. So, yeah, Features. these will play one after another. Um, you can't use a traditional control. Now, they've actually got a new video also to explain this. Let's see if it's actually talking in this one. So, it's introducing Experience YouTube Lean Back. YouTube Lean Back. We've designed YouTube Lean Back so you can watch your favorite videos in full screen and in high definition without any browsing or clicking. Just start the application and videos from your feed start playing instantly. Your feed is personalized to you based on your YouTube preferences. It can also include the videos that your friends are watching. And once one video ends, the next automatically begins. So all you have to do is lean back and enjoy the show. It's like your own personal channel on YouTube. You can access the videos that you have rented on YouTube.com and browse YouTube categories such as comedy or education. And they choose the videos that are there. You can make your feed even more personal by connecting your YouTube account to your Facebook account. And then they'll hack you. Speaking of getting hacked, no, they won't hack you. Pirate Bay has actually been hacked and four million email addresses have been compromised. So, um, malware researcher Ch- Russo, um, at was behind this attack, and he says, as any other website, as any other system mechanism, the Parabay.org has robust parts and soft spots. We believe that the people behind this community always acted with the local laws on their side, and so have we. The community caused problems, huge companies, corporations, such, which turned into threats between these companies and them. Anyway, in this very broken English, 
essentially is saying um, it has a lot of SIC, which obviously stands for spelling incorrect. Um, okay. Essentially, if you're a Pirate Bay user, your email address may have been compromised. Um, now, hackers or security researchers have this um, this information. So it seems that there could actually be a drop in um, the users of Pirate Bay, um, if people notice this. Facebook has actually seen a drop in um, the monthly active users, especially in the US. I thought, hmm, there's 500 million um, users that Facebook claims have, or 400 million. I wonder how many they're active, and I thought maybe 200 million. Actually, turns out in the US there are 7.8 million active users. Well, there were in May. And there's been a drop of 7.5 million to just 321,000 active users. That is a major drop. That's probably about a 90% drop. What do you think has caused this? Um, I think I think that Facebook was a fad. Okay, so yeah, there could it be that that, that is that. It could be that um, it's the privacy issues, or it could be just that that it is a fad. It could be that people are tired of Facebook now. Okay, it could just be a blip. So it could be um, that people are actually now going on holiday and they don't need to use Facebook. People are actually on holiday in the US now. Um, <laughs> unlike in the UK, clearly. So I think that maybe people have gotten tired of Facebook. Do you think that could be true? Because uh, Facebook's actually announced that it's the end of their virtual gifts. And before, if you remember this, when you used to go to someone's on someone's page, like, on their birthday, or probably just generally, you could buy them a virtual gift, and it was something like one dollar, and this would allow you to give them a little present, which essentially is a bunch of pixels, and you pay one dollar for that. They've actually made quite a bit of money. They've made a hundred million dollars since its launch in 2007. So that's about 30 million dollars a year. Now, they've decided that they're not doing this anymore, because they want to be able to focus more on improving and enhancing products and features that people use every day, such as photos, newsfeed, inbox, 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 games, comments, the like button, and the wall. Do you think this is a stupid decision yes. for them to lose $30 million a year? Or do you think that the time of those two or one programmers who are looking after this could be spent better? Um, actually, as, as Facebook users are... are Dropping, I think that it doesn't really matter for most people. Okay. Would you like to explain what you mean by that? Because I don't understand. But, um, because there are less... Users. Users. I don't think that the system will be used as much. much. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But, um... You, do you remember MySpace? Do you remember them yet? Yes, I do. Well, you, maybe they're going to start, um... I don't know, being the big thing again, because they're still the big thing for music, and they've actually announced, News Corp has just said that MySpace is not up for sale, and they've tried to stop the rumour mill from churning, is how TechRadar.com puts it. Essentially, they're saying, we're not selling, um, and speaking to Reuters, Jonathan Miller from News Corp said, there was definitely not in, they are definitely not in any ongoing talks for sale of MySpace, so, seems that, um, the 350 million pounds that News Corp paid for MySpace back in 2005 may actually be paying itself off. And, of course, finally, the major social network. See, we didn't even mention Apple once. Oh. The, um... 
the, mm. See, no Apple stories this week, people. I know. The iPhone bars are going to get updated with the software fix. Okay. And um, the other social network, which we obviously all are now using, because obviously it's the big one, is Twitter. I, I know really, but yeah, go on. I know, I was being sarcastic. So Twitter's launched a new service called Earlybird. So you just follow twitter.com slash earlybird, and basically it's going to be a massive ad farm which says, oh, we have 20% off this today, you should go and do it. So this is a new way for Twitter to make money, because um, they're already using promoted tweets, which, if you remember, Toy Story 3 used to um, become a promoted trending topic. And now this... Um, is going to be a new way for them to make money. They'll get a percentage of sales, I imagine maybe 1% of every sale made through the Twitter click-throughs. And I think it's good that they're not putting ads in Twitter at the moment yet. Yeah. And it's all being very voluntary. So, and this is this is essentially opt-in advertising, because if you go to twitter.com slash bird, they have almost, how many is this? 30,000 followers? And that is... That could be, um, potentially a very good... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes. Advertising model for Early Bird. And for Early Bird for Twitter. Um, it's verified account, so you'll know it's actually Twitter that's doing it. Okay, and that's actually it for the news this week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we are the only UK independent-based podcast, so we'd really appreciate it if you could tell your friends. The podcast is free. Please support us by, um, I don't know, telling at least one of your friends about the podcast that you listen to it, and then um, hopefully that will help us increase our numbers. And because th- this does take a lot of production time to get into, including research, including um, actually recording and then editing, etc., post production. It takes a while, so we really like to, um, to see our numbers. Um, we'd like to see them increase a bit more. But thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tech UK podcast. Get the show notes and archives on our blog at techukpodcast.blogspot.com. You can subscribe to the Tech UK podcast at feeds.feedburner.com slash podcast or search iTunes keywords tech uk podcast or you can email us at tech uk podcast at gmail.com with your comments and suggestions